Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. You know, the conferencing and collaboration market has become critical in today's hybrid work environment, and integrators are looking to find reliable solutions for these upcoming opportunities. In what's becoming a crowded category, one company that's making itself stand out is Comptel, a company based in Sweden. The Scandinavian company Stefan Eriksson joined the CE Pro Podcast to talk about how its commitment to climate neutral certification not only benefits its own company, but also the electronics industry and its customers on the whole. As always, be sure to subscribe to CE Pro's YouTube channel and hit that like button on our videos, or subscribe to the CE Pro podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Stefan Eriksson, Chief Marketing Officer at Comptel. Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. Thank you, Arlen. Thanks for having me. So, Stefan, I know you are joining me from Sweden, where Comptel is based, and it specializes in conferencing and collaboration solutions, which is really part of the whole uh, resi-mercial trend for growing integrator opportunities that we've been tracking at CE Pro. You know, first off, what can you tell us about the company, where you're based, how large you are, and, and the kind of solutions that you offer? Yeah, uh, it's true. We're a Swedish company, uh, founded uh, 32 years ago now, uh, so we have a long history. Started out with uh, audio conferencing, and uh, I'll t tell you a bit more about our products later on. Uh, our headquarters in, in a city called Umeå in the northern part of uh, Sweden. So uh, we don't have any snow yet, but uh, within a month or two, we, two, we might. Uh, so it's, it's that part of the world. Um, yeah. So, so maybe a little bit ahead of the game when it comes to uh, the snow compared to, you know, some even some of the Northeast U.S. companies. Uh, but in terms of, you know, the conferencing and collaboration, uh, and I understand you have some new products that are... Um, just coming out or new solutions that you can talk about for dealers. Um, how did that audio conferencing experience come into play when it comes to more of some of the video solutions uh, that you have these days? Yeah, I already mentioned that uh, our heritage is in audio conferencing. Uh, we actually pioneered uh, this field with uh, the first tabletop uh, conference phone uh, in the world. And uh, I mean, even now today, when we are in the video conferencing business, uh, the audio plays a major part. And we all know from having a meeting like, like this or, or with a bigger group of people, uh, it's very valuable to have the video image clear and, and crisp and gives uh, better interaction uh, between each other. But if you don't have audio and, and good quality to the audio, uh, the meeting, meeting is practically over. So uh, that's still our philosophy and we put a lot of effort still in our audio in-house developed audio uh, technology and uh, you might have seen it somewhere uh, <clears throat> we have a certain uh, brand name for our audio solution it's only sound uh, so our latest uh, product to this uh, to the market now is uh, called uh, Comfortable 70 uh, it's a very flexible uh, speaker phone I'm using it at the moment. I hope, hope the audio is good. Uh, and it's an intended both for, for uh, pure audio conferencing uh, use together with a mobile phone or, or with a PC laptop connected with USB, 
but it's also a very important part of, in some of our video kits together with the <coughs> conference camera uh, and uh, also a, a one cable connection hub uh, to make it easy for the user to come into the meeting room and just plug in one cable, one USB cable to the laptop uh, and just kickstart the meeting. Uh, so that, that's uh, our main focus uh, at the moment. Stefan, we've certainly seen a lot more players uh, come into the conferencing and collaboration field, um, but also on the residential side for CE Pro, we've seen more dealers get into this more kind of resi-mercial, even commercial um, types of solutions and these types of environments where they're installing these solutions, um, as well as a different uh, kind of client that they might be dealing with. Um, you know, have you seen a shift over the years in terms of who's installing them now? And, and um, you know, what are you doing for the pro AV installer who might just be coming, becoming familiar with CompTEL? Yeah, I think that our approach and philosophy now when it comes to video conferencing solutions uh, is we have uh, brought that with us from the audio conferencing uh, business side. So uh, we're very much aiming still for plug and play solutions that are very easy to install uh, and easy to use for the end user as well for that part. So, uh, but, but still, I mean, uh, in large scale uh, rollouts, roll we need professional people to be able to, to uh, install the things and, and get the cabling right and everything. But we also see uh, certain use cases and scenarios uh, where these uh, AV and installation expertise are really key, uh, like in, in classrooms. Uh, it's been a growing and very important market for us in, in North America for the last uh, year and during the pandemic. Uh, so, uh, uh, I mean, the larger the room, uh, the more uh, important to to have all the the uh, kits, pieces and parts uh, in the right place and, and uh, installed in the right way. But uh, our solutions, uh, when you look at them piece by piece, uh, it's, it's not that complicated. Uh, it just, but you need to bring in also the, the knowledge, know-how uh, around where to place the camera, where to place the uh, speaker phones. Uh, in some cases, you might have up to three uh, powerful speaker phones connected in a daisy chain. Uh, how do you set up that and uh, route the cables in a, a smooth and, and nice way so you also create a nice environment in the room or in this case in the classroom. So um, this is uh, really an area where we see uh, a lot of, of uh, support now from specialized uh, resellers and, and this kind of channel partners. Stefan, are the customers themselves, whether they be kind of that you know, K through 12 education or higher education or corporate offices, are those customers, um, are they more used to dealing with, you know, professional either commercial AV companies or more residential AV companies that are getting into, you know, what we call the resi-mercial as opposed to in the past where, you know, they were maybe exclusively dealing with more, you know, what we would call IT guys? Mm -hmm. I, I guess that we are now in a, 
in a market with video conference where it is today, uh, where people come in from, from different sides of, of uh, the market. Uh, and uh, the, the IT uh, channels and, and IT uh, people, they certainly have, still have a big role to play. Uh, and we, uh, important channel for us as well uh, to reach our end customers. Uh, but maybe they usually don't provide the expertise on how to install things and so on. So it depends on what kind of need the end customer have uh, and the complexity of the product or solution uh, that is being sold. Uh, uh, so as I mentioned already, uh, we think that also our video solutions, our video kits are uh, basically quite simple, uh, both to install uh, and to use. Uh, but anyway, um, in some cases, uh, customers want these uh, expertise, the, the knowledge of a, an installation or an integrator uh, to help them roll out uh, and, and get these uh, solutions into the, the rooms and environments that they, they need to equip for video meetings. And this is really uh, what we experience uh, now uh, is, uh, I think, and, and partly uh, thanks to the uh, pandemic uh, that has really made us see and change our behaviors towards using video conferencing, video meetings uh, on a daily basis and very frequently, maybe full days for some people. Uh, so it's really the bloodstream in our organizations and, and uh, also in, when we work together with, with external parties and so on. Uh, so we need, we, the conclusion is that we need uh, video enabled meeting rooms everywhere, meeting spaces, and also uh, in our home offices, uh, professional kit. Um, right, I wanted to ask you about that yeah. because we are seeing those hybrid, you know, the work from home where you know, either people are still fully at home or, you know, they're going into the office maybe two days a week and they have to come back and have a similarly, you know, really reliably functioning system at home for, you know, say three days a week. Mm. Yeah, this is a really hot topic and on, on many organizations' agendas now we know, uh, making sure that both the office environment with the different room types you can find there uh, is prepared for the hybrid work scenarios and also all of the employees that part-time work from home uh, or, or somewhere. So um, need to look at, at both uh, sides of the hybrid work workplace with a equally professional eye and the intention to, to get the right equipment and enable the uh, employees to, to be efficient. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as, as a supplier in this area, we, we can cover both, both parts uh, equally good. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's really important. Certainly. Uh, Stefan, a couple of other important topics that I wanted to ask you about, uh, especially with Comptel being based in Sweden, and there are you know, certain things that, that Europe, and particularly uh, Northern Europe, Scandinavian, ask, um, the Scandinavian area of Europe, tends to be really ahead of the curve uh, when it comes to global issues. And first, obviously, um, you know, I want to ask you um, 
about design influence and industrial design on products. We certainly uh, are seeing that a lot. Um, and secondly, um, as far as sustainability, eco-friendliness, we know the Scandinavian countries have really embraced uh, the fight against uh, climate change and any aspects of those. Actually, let's start there. Uh, in terms yeah, big of, topics coming up now. Right, well, Excited. in terms of yeah. Conftel, um, you know, and being based in Sweden, how is that influencing your products, your designs, and, you know, the message that you're sharing with integrators about, you know, the types of solutions um, their companies can have an impact on with their clients as well. So just before I go into this, uh, talking about product design, uh, I, I forgot to mention earlier on, uh, we have uh, today, actually, uh, we launched a new tool on our website, uh, a room type guide. Uh, an interactive guide to help both end customers and partners uh, find the right solution for different room types. Uh, from the very small focus rooms or, or personal workspaces to the big multi-purpose rooms and, and large conference scenarios and everything. So uh, I encourage you to, to, to visit our website and, and check it out. Uh, we think it's quite fantastic and the initial uh, feedback has been fantastic. And I mean, that's one part of designing the solutions and helping also, we want also to help uh, end customers and partners to design also the rooms the solutions and, and this is a tool to enable that and uh, as a Scandinavian company uh, we know that there are strong heritage within this field and, and it's very much uh, so for for Comtel as a company as well we actually have uh, uh, a design uh, industrial design institute uh, here in in our hometown where the headquarters is based uh, and uh, it's, it's been very important for us throughout the years to have a close cooperation uh, with that institute uh, to get fresh input on uh, use cases and, and the product design and the, uh, uh, I guess, the first design company, industrial design company we, we worked with uh, to design uh, some earlier products uh, came directly out of that school. So uh, that it, it's very close to our heart, uh, and uh, to have an both very functional and appealing uh, design or product has been proven important and a really success factor for us during all of our years, uh, and we still hear that from from uh, our customers that they really value uh, the. Uh, sort of input and care that we take uh, when we design our products because usually these kind of uh, conferencing products sit in the middle of the table in a very nice conference room or meeting room uh, where people spend a lot of time and uh, they also some sometimes need to interact with the product and uh, we need to make it uh, feel comfortable for people uh, easy to understand and also like yeah a good feeling good touch to it so um, you can see when you look at our products that we through through years uh, has invested in uh, good quality fabric to create 
sort of a organic feel to the product and that in turn uh, says something about yeah or, or add something uh, a certain vibe maybe hopefully to the environment where you have the meeting so uh, and we also have uh, there are some evidence uh, to the quality of, of the design work we have done throughout the years with uh, red dot design awards i think we have three of them for different products so if you're curious about that you can just check our website and you will find it and, ha and Stefan, have you heard that from um, from your customers or from your you know your integrators here? You know, maybe as you become more entrenched in the North American market, that they are looking for you know solutions that have a bit more aesthetically pleasing aspects to them. Yes, it's uh, true also for uh, our uh, North American customers. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I just read a, a quote just the, the other day. Uh, one of our bigger customers uh, still in North America is, is WeWork. And uh, they invested in, in one of our wireless conferencing products uh, for global uh, rollout a couple of years ago. And actually one of the important uh, key uh, elements why they choose our product was the look and feel of it. Uh, of course it performed well, and they were really attracted to the wireless feature that is unique in the market for that product. But uh, the first comment was that this looks really nice. We want that to offer our customers that in the meeting rooms. So yeah, it's it's also valid for North America. Great, yeah, and we know that, I guess it's you no know, matter the room these days, there is that sort of design influence. Uh, Stefan, mm -hmm. in, in terms of the you know, lowering um, a company's carbon footprint, something that clearly CompTEL has worked on hard over the years. Uh, what can we talk about there as, you know, lessons for other companies that you, that your company has found um, throughout this process and, and where your company is, you know, with the eco-friendliness? Yeah, uh, as I told you earlier i can talk a long long time about this topic so uh i mean yeah if there are some high I, you know some high level yeah, things yes, that companies I, can I, work on and starting immediately yes, I, I think we can kind of um you know just sort of focus on those a little bit uh and then certainly you know we invite any company to reach out you know probably and talk to you about some of those more you know yeah, in-depth yeah, things course. that they can learn yeah. about certainly yes of course yes uh, i mean uh uh, taking care about the environment, it's, I think it's, you can say that it's really uh, at the core of our business and, and in our DNA. Uh, we, uh, I, I know that we, we worked hard on uh, like eco-friendly product design already around 2008 and we created our first environmental policy at that time as well. Uh, and we always have uh, tried to communicate and educate the market about the benefits of not traveling uh, to meetings. So uh, make use of distance meetings technology and conferencing products. But we came to a point where we decided or, or we felt that we need to do something more. Uh, and actually the first time uh, we started talking about uh, maybe we should offer climate neutral products uh, was with a student project maybe five six years ago 
but but we felt at the time that we were not maybe not fully ready uh, to engage in that. Uh, but later on, we decided now it's time to pick it up. Uh, maybe we were encouraged by uh, Greta Thunberg, you know, our Swedish young uh, climate hero, uh, and and we decided we need to to uh, start working on this. So we I, we looked around uh, for different uh, options in the market. Or first, we actually planned to sort of create our own label uh, for uh, the work we intended to do. Uh, but we came to the conclusion that now we want to find uh, a certification program already available, some third party that can validate what we do and, and we can make use of, of their uh, communication as well. Uh, so we looked around and we found um, the nonprofit organization Climate Neutral, uh, actually based in, in North America. And uh, that they are working uh, with the intention of, of uh, decreasing global carbon emissions. And uh, uh, today, I think there are 300 plus certified brands uh, under their uh, umbrella at, at the moment. Uh, so we decided to join uh, and try to get certified. Uh, it was actually two years now uh, since we uh, had the, the first certification. And uh, just briefly about what it what it's about. I mean, it's uh, actually three steps you have to uh, go through. Uh, it starts with uh, measuring your carbon footprint, uh, including everything uh, from from uh, the raw materials, everything you use in the products, the production, uh, the uh, logistics, and and everything, and also of course the the overhead you have in an organization like this. Uh, so you have to aggregate a lot of data and, and uh, put it into the system to see, uh, uh, to, to, to measure it, everything. And, and it's all uh, directed uh, in scopes, the scopes that is part of the greenhouse gas protocol, very structured uh, to do. So that's and the first it, step. Stefan, and sorry, is that yeah. something that they did or is that something that you had to we're, um, figure out which team members uh, were going to, you know, work toward that or or measure that. No, the cl climate neutral. They offer uh, this model, uh, the 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 model to to how to work through this, and uh, this uh, measurement part is also uh, you can get use their tool online, smart online tool, um, to to uh, help. Okay, so they provide the, the resources for that. Yeah. Yes, okay, they did. perfect. But Agreed. still a lot, of, still, still quite a lot of work on our side to, to aggregate all the data to put into the tool. Sure, and, I would uh, imagine so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you you need to take that into account, that spend some time. Uh, but I think that they they prepared us for uh, what kind of effort it would take, and it and, and they were it was quite accurate. So a reasonable time, I would say, anyway. So the next step is is uh, offset. Uh, so uh, once you have calculated the, the last year's emission, actually, uh, it's time to purchase carbon credits to remove all of the emissions uh, from the atmosphere, you can say. Uh, and uh, it means in practical terms that you invest in projects like re reforestation or renewable energy or, or like that. And, and I think 
uh, you can find on our website now uh, the four projects uh, with different directions that we have invested in for this year. Uh, and the third step is also to, uh, and I mean, the offsetting is what makes you carbon or climate neutral. Uh, but they also demand of certified companies that they, as a third step, reduce uh, their own uh, emissions. So you have to commit to uh, a reduction action plan uh, to, uh, that you work on uh, for the next coming 12 to 24 months with uh, <clears throat> measurable activities and actions that you commit to. So uh, those you can also be found on our website and also on Climate Neutral's website, exactly what we, what we do, what we're working on, and, and also when we have finalized uh, and met to those uh, goals we set up uh, that we have done that. Uh, so it's a fully transparent process and, and uh, I think it's that, that's very appealing part of this uh, also. Um, yeah. So they're able to follow everything that's going on and this is an ongoing process for you that is one that has an eventual hard goal or just something that you're going to um, continually uh, take a look at through, um, through the organization? Yeah, the, uh, uh, the reduction actions uh, is, uh, they should be set with a, a measurable goal, so you know when you've achieved it. Uh, and, uh, but, but for each and every year, you have to commit to new goals, new actions. Uh, and the certification lasts uh, one year at a time. So uh, we, uh, April of this year, uh, we uh, uh, passed our second certification. And uh, now we're starting to prepare and look into the uh, third round uh, for the next year. So, uh, so it's a yearly cycle in this. And uh, uh, at the moment now we're working on the current uh, reduction actions. Uh, and that is, um, uh, let's see, no, I should, yeah, you, you can find it on our website, but it, it's, uh, uh, one I know is it's uh, quite straightforward. Uh, we're converting all of the, the uh, company car fleet uh, to EVs or fully electrical cars. Uh, and uh, we have uh, worked with our uh, logistics to, to uh, take away some unnecessary plastics uh, from packages and that kind of things. Uh, and uh, maybe the, the most important and major thing for this year is that we are uh, in discussions with our, uh, one of our main manufacturers uh, about the <clears throat> emissions coming out from their facilities. So uh, that's the kind of things we are in, working on now and uh, have to present the status when we go forward for the next year. Great. And Stefan, what, is, what would you say if you had to pick out, you know, one uh, really valuable takeaway that Comptel has learned during this whole process, um, you know, that would be worth it for, for other companies to take a look at it for themselves, uh, you know, what would, what would you advise um, that Comptel has learned? I think uh, the measurement pr uh, process as such uh, gives you a lot of insight into 
uh, the the I mean dimensions and and the uh, what um, would you say that yeah the impact that your business has on on the uh, uh, climate and and the environment maybe uh, on, on whole uh, and uh, so we see now that uh, we can do a lot of good things and around our headquarters and uh, uh, how we travel and everything it's it's important but uh, when you see uh, the bigger picture it's quite small proportion compared to the use of material on, in our products uh, and the production in the uh, manufacturing facilities and also uh, the logis logistic chain so we really need to go into that area and optimize what we can and bring down the emissions on that part. That's really an important lesson for us and, and uh, important to be thing to be discussed also in, in uh, uh, the industry overall, I think. And that's also one thing that these days when we see a huge demand for conferencing or collaboration devices, hardware actually. Uh, to enable this uh, hybrid workplace scenarios, uh, we, we we need to uh, not not yeah we, we we don't can cannot afford to uh, neglect or or forget about the climate. Uh, it's important for us to bring that in and keep that in mind. And so for us to be able to offer partners and and customers uh, climate neutral products. Uh, it's both very close to our hearts. We think it's the right thing to do uh, as a company and uh, we need to uh, do what we can from all, all different uh, sides uh, to help help our planet survive the situation. But uh, it also, of course, the other side is that it's, it's also uh, a great tool uh, when we sell our products. It gives us a, a business benefit to be true. And uh, that's something that is really more and more recognized with our uh, with our partners as well, uh, sales partners, uh, because both our end customers, their end customers, uh, and our partners uh, asks our, they they uh, ask us more and more questions about uh, sustainability and uh, what we do in this area. So uh, being climate neutral for us is very important uh, answer to those uh, questions and, and the demands that we see. From sure, and we know that, it, you know, we hear that a lot as well when, uh, you know, when we do research about, you know, what, um, what millennials and job seekers tend to look for in companies these days. And certainly that kind of mes messaging is really resonating more and more uh, on the job seeker side of things. They are looking for mm -hmm. that kind of, um, you know, really commitment from the companies that they work for. So on that note, Stefan, thank you so much for giving us a lot of really good food for thought on today's podcast. Remind us one more time how uh, individuals listening or watching can go ahead and, and, and uh, find your company and, and read about some of those transparent things that you guys are doing. Yeah, uh, conftel.com is an obvious place to go, I think. And uh, I mean, we're a Swedish company with a odd pro, uh, company name so it starts with a k uh comfortable with a k uh, you will find us i'm sure and uh, you can read all about our products and and also about um, 
our engagement with the climate neutral and also of course when we discuss sustainability it's much wider than that and uh, we are also in, in, in uh, engaged in in the broader perspective with social responsibility and and safety requirements and everything that you need to take care of when you're a manufacturer of hardware products all right again stefan erickson comptel thanks for being on the ce pro podcast mm-hmm.